Electro and Bono Movie Power Hour. <laughs> you know what? Where's Hawk at? Listener discretion advised. Welcome back to the Electro and Bono Movie Power Hour. I am Electro, and my trusty co-host Bono is actually not so trusty this week. He is out. He had, you know, he's busy at work, so we, we're going to keep it going. Cause, we don't get paid for this yet. Because we're in the middle of this uh, series, so we the show must go on. Ozzy, the producer on the keys over there, joining me as always. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, we continue the series, and well, Ozzy, you really wanted to watch Interstellar, right? You had a... I hadn't seen it, I had heard of it, and then, big shout out to Leah that used to do my social media for my other podcast, the Instagram podcast, available where all podcasts are downloadable. Absolutely. Um, She reached out to me, and she was like, have you fucking seen Interstellar? Like, that shit is amazing watch it so Mm -hmm. i know she has good taste so i was very curious at that point so i saw it i seen it yeah it was released in 2014 of course directed by christopher nolan this is the first movie he made after after he was done with the batman movies too so that's kind of interesting he just he always he did movies in between the batman movies did the prestige and inception and then Interstellar after the Dark Knight Rises. And I'm sure we'll get into it, but I mean, this was originally uh, Steven Spielberg was attached to it. Right? Pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. And he dropped out because he's a punk bitch, but um, uh, it was Jonah in, was the writer. It was in 2012. What was Steven Spielberg directing around that time? What did he it's drop just out? sitting on piles of money saying, you want me to fucking get off of this golden throne? Um, good, dude. I'm st- Still, I still haven't even wasted my E.T. money. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even got to Indiana Jones yet. <laughs> I don't need more of this shit. No, it's got a it's got a great fucking story. Like, I, when I was doing my research, because obviously I love to fucking read and, and do my damn crazy notes or whatever. But when I was... He did, um, uh, real quick. Bridge of Spies. Right? Uh, and from 2011, he directed The Adventures of Tintin. He also directed War Horse, and in 2012, he directed Lincoln. So those would have been... He wasn't doing shit. <laughs> he wasn't doing shit. Yeah, and then before that, it was like uh, Indiana Jones in 2008. Well, because I read... Dude, I read a fucking great article, like I was saying, when I was doing my research. Wrinkles in space-time, the warped astrophysics of Interstellar. And they get a little bit into how it it got created. But it was uh, Kip Thorne, the executive producer, mm-hmm. who's an astrophysicist. Dude got a Nobel Prize and shit. He's legit. But he... You think he's uh, smarter than Neil deGrasse Tyson? Or I would. I level? think so. Yeah. Uh, only because... I, it's so funny. I, I, I know, obviously, Neil deGrasse Tyson is super fucking smart or whatever. But the fuck that he... The fact that he... The fuck? Damn. Uh-huh. <laughs> The fact that, that he fucks so much, I hate really it. I just dislike it. It's like I feel he's not that attractive, he's and he fucks sleek, way more than I ever dick. will. Out there, he's using astrology to do it. Not cool. But he runs a planetarium, <laughs> and I know, like his whole thing, he's like a Bill Nye type. Like he makes right. science accessible. But something about that, like, kind of softens the. Like to me, a real scientist is just in a lab. You never heard of him. Damn, and fucking. He's got gray hair. A fucking dig on Neil deGrasse Tyson here. 
Well, no, and that's totally like my own, obviously not real, you know, that like that's not that's my gatekeeping thing, you know. Oh, the real scientists do this. Like, no, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he came out and has defended this movie a lot. Uh huh. Said like, oh, that shit's right. Well, fucking. Well, he did that. Uh, what was that show that he did on Fox? That's how the kind of the most of the world got to know him, right? Cosmos. Cosmos. Yeah, and check out. So here's this Cosmos connection. So Cosmos was originally done by Carl Sagan, mm-hmm. the homie Carl Sagan. That dude. Fuck, I love Carl Sagan. That guy's badass. I mean, he's passed away, but all right. Um, so anyway, Carl Sagan, thirty years before this, before two thousand twelve. Mm-hmm. So in the eighties, he introduces Kip Thorne, the executive producer, to a lady by the name of Linda Obst. Obst, Linda O B S T. So Linda sets up Kip on a blind date. Mm. Says y'all should meet up. I don't think they ended up together. Probably the the article hand, didn't specify that or something. They stayed friends, so you know they friends with benefits. Sitch for sure. Hopefully, it was the eighties. They were they were probably all coked out. Mm-hmm. Carl Sagan connect. You know they were doing like nerdy oh, physicist yeah. oh, orgies yeah. and shit. That's how I want a picture. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, in my head, that's how it went down. <laughs> like, dude, you're gonna love how she fucks. Mm-hmm. So she's a scientific method. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> She can bend space time if you know what I mean. <laughs> That's the only thing she bends. Oh no, <laughs> it hurts. So, so Linda and Kip were having a conversation, and they were like, "Dude, these black holes and wormholes are fucking weird. Like, shit just gets weird. Math gets fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Everything gets so fucky around them. Wouldn't it be cool to do a movie with where we kind of portray these weird?" physics that happened there mm-hmm. so she was a, a hollywood producer already somehow she's the one that got in connection with steven spielberg and he was like oh okay all right all right i like that so then they get they go out and they reach out to i was gonna say jonah hill but <laughs> they reach out to jonah nolan mm-hmm. and and they have him write the screen jonah what are you friends with him yeah jonah? i'm not gonna say his full name everywhere it says that they always either put his Nickname in quotations, or that's just how he's referred to. Jonah. Jonah. He's like, it's actually Jonah, but uh, <laughs> hit me up, dude. Uh, okay, whatever. So jo- Jonah, now I was going to say Jonah Sagan. Joey, let's call him Joey. <laughs> yeah. So Jonah Nolan uh, writes the screenplay for it. He writes the screenplay for it. Spielberg drops out because he's going to go do, what was he going to go do? In- Fucking War Horse. He's going to do Bridge of Spice. He's like, Fucking I got to War Horse. Good job, <laughs> Spielberg, and this would be the perfect movie for Spielberg to do too, because it's very two thousand one, a space odyssey. Stanley Kubrick was like, like boys with with fucking Steven Spielberg, I believe. Didn't Spielberg do Apollo thirteen? No, that was Ron Howard. Oh, okay, never mind. But uh, Ron Howard, Steve, respect too. Steven, yeah, absolutely. Steven Spielberg directed Stanley Kubrick's last um, uh, screenplay that he wrote. It was that movie, Artificial Intelligence, I believe. Oh, okay. So he did so do he, a space movie. So, I don't know. Is that Robin Williams? No. That's, <laughs> <laughs> no. no. That's that shitty bison tent. Yeah, oh, there we go. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> and I'm sorry that I know that. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Robin Williams, you had to be in that. I fucking, I'm not the biggest Williams fan. Anyways, Spielberg backed out. Uh, so Joey, Joey Nolan. Yeah, Jonah Nolan comes in, writes the screenplay, say, I got the he says, I got this brother that he's mm-hmm. pretty good at directing movies. 
He just directed the Dark Knight Rise. He just did the three most successful Batman movies of all yeah. time. Exactly. So he goes to him, and Nolan is the one that that writes the whole rest of of the the actual story. Mm-hmm. Kip Thorne is make sure to says he definitely says like I just had this idea of the you know how crazy shit happens around here. He's the one that put the whole other story together. Do you know like how much uh, of the jo- Joey have written? Before, like, well, oh, Nolan he... rewrote the whole thing. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has no respect for Jonah, yeah. dude. Jonah just again from what I read, yeah. yeah, yeah, he took Jonah's screenplay and was like, "Great idea, <laughs> let me throw this away and start over." So it's a sellable movie. Yeah. You piece of shit. <laughs> You're a little brother. You stupid fuck. <laughs> he grew up in Chicago. I grew up in London. That's a fucking. You're a private. Fucking- like Peasant. army school. <laughs> I went to military school, you piece of shit. You're a trash writer. Yeah. <laughs> you need me to fucking make it better. Yeah. Sorry, Joey Nolan. <laughs> it, it's funny, but I actually got the opposite. I was like, dude, Nolan can't come up with any ideas on his own. But he's you. fucking really good at taking already their ideas and perfecting them into his really nice stuff. Nolan. You're not that good. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> well, Picture like, for life. Or his original shit was like Inception. That was all him. I don't think anybody helped him write that. That's pretty good. Yeah. He helped. Yeah, but his brother helped him, I think, write most of the Batman movies. Memento, Interstellar, The Prestige. I think. So like half of them. <laughs> and that's probably the only ones that christopher allowed him to get credit for he's you like hey so? don't don't get too much of a big head dude you get no i'll give you money for it but you ain't getting no written by does jonathan Nolan continue to to write is he's written more shit he's just too rich why why when you're that oh he's everywhere. he's a writer for for westworld that guy's fucking talented that's a talented family you got to take british people and americans and <laughs> make fucking intelligent children uh, well anyway actually i'm i'm noticing i'm getting all excited about my notes here and, and shit but let's let's talk a little about want to go over the plot real quick for yes. any weirdos that haven't seen it, like myself, a week ago. Yeah, and also uh, I hadn't seen this movie since it came out, like in 2014. So I had, re- I only remembered like maybe three scenes. And, and Damon's here at some point. Yeah, <laughs> Damon popped out. Spoilers. Damon, Damon. And uh, he lives on Hoth. And I remember like liking this movie, but thinking, yeah, it was a little too long. It wasn't my favorite Nolan movie. And then rewatching it all these years later, I was like, holy shit. I like, really fucking like this movie. So this stars Matthew McConaughey right, as your right, fucking right. beautiful white cowboy, space cowboy. <laughs> right? You know? Bron- He's like beyond bronze. He's really the. The sun's bright as fuck. Yeah. And he's just like the best father, I guess, too. He's just like. He's cool with his son. <laughs> he's cool with his daughter. Well, because he's a, he's a retired astronaut at this point, mm-hmm. so he's been through some shit. Mm-hmm. So he's he's liking that he's on land and he's he's got his cornfield. Yeah, he's got two beautiful children. His dad. I don't. Is it his dad or is it his mom's? It's dad. his mom's dad. And know. see, this is where I love that they you. Know, this is where Nolan sets up the whole movie. He starts off. With an alien, dude, a real life alien in the beginning. John Lithgow comes out. <laughs> I'm like, that's how you fucking do it. You prep people with an alien at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You get two of the best old white men in this movie. You get 
both. John John Lithgow, fucking legend. And you get the other legend who's in basically every Christopher Nolan movie after Batman. Um, Michael Caine himself. Two of the best old whites. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Lithgow, I just forget. Yeah. That dude uh, John is Lithgow's so great. great. He's, he's fucking great, man. And he's great in this as mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, he plays. Yeah, it's it's the his father-in-law. Yeah, and, and he's also just like a cool ass grandpa. You know, this family just they just get along, and so the Earth is dying. Yeah, so like plants aren't really gl- growing anymore. There's some blight that they never explain. That's one of the things that bugs me. Mm. Yeah, three fucking hours. What is this? It's killing everything. <laughs> oh, it killed the wheat. Now it's killing the corn. It's like, dude, I grow plants. That's not how it works. Uh, it will be okay in the yeah, year. I'm talking shit. In the year 20, when? 2060. Another yeah. thing that bothered me, that he was driving a Dodge. Uh-huh. I don't know. Look around. How many Dodges do you see? Those fucking things are notorious rust buckets. <laughs> that shit wouldn't last until 2060. I don't like Damn. that. I don't like that. That Dodge would have been Fuck done. you, Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> look around. I know the guy that cleans up here has a dodge but well, he probably please, takes care of it this motherfucker's a farmer dude you think he doesn't know how to be a mechanic on his and fucking he's tr- an astronaut you he know like what? Was gonna, yeah. he was gonna patch up the fucking tire when it he was gonna have that's his child true. do it <laughs> like they're yeah that Come actually on, that's man. probably why they put a dodge there because he's like this motherfucker would keep this going you would, he's <laughs> if there's one guy that would this guy would keep it going for 40 years Still look pretty good, too. Yeah, so fuck, there's a fuckload of dust. You know, all that there is left is corn, and that shit's gonna be gone soon, too. So it's not looking good for the fucking world. You know where Nolan got that inspiration? Where? He saw Ken Burns' Dust Bowl documentary. Really? (laughs) Yeah. That's where he gets the whole dust idea and all that. Ken Burns. Love Ken Burns. Okay. Good to know. We're going to watch Ken Burns' jazz after this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the world's ending, and then so all this... They have these crazy dust storms that come along. The daughter, she she's like getting in trouble in school. I like the fake history that they have here. Like they they don't. Yeah, they're like the we never landed, landed on the moon. <laughs> Kubrick was right. He's the one that did it. Yeah, the Russians ruled. Yeah, and so he goes in for that ter- parent teacher conference, you know, and then they're like, dude, she's over here preaching the gospel of Neil, <laughs> and she's her name is Murph. Murph. She's named after Murphy's Law, which is a kind of a messed up. I guess it's not. She says that, but he tries to explain. Yeah, you know, anything that can happen will happen. It doesn't necessarily not just bad things. Right, anything is possible. In a that sense. made me think. I didn't even Google it or anything, but I always heard that it was what can go wrong will go wrong. Is that the way it goes, or is it can happen will happen? And then we're just after cynical. hearing that, I think yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then we're just like evil bastards that changed it to that. We always do that. <laughs> we always. Like the a cop goes rogue and shit, and mm-hmm. people are just like, "It's just one bad apple. It's just one bad apple." But it's like, yeah, the full saying is, "One bad apple spoils the whole bunch." Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you can't just you fucking ruined it. But anyway, Murph is a bad student. She's not a bad student, but she preaches the word of Neil, and then she clocked a girl in the face for <laughs> for fucking disparaging the great neil armstrong or something yeah. and i really like that scene where he goes to and then they're like so what are you gonna do about this and he was just like oh yeah she's getting into baseball and there's gonna be like soda and popcorn <laughs> and it's like i think i'm gonna take her to that and yeah. then they're all like oh fuck you know and they go see the yankees 
Like, go see the New York Yankees, the actual New York Yankees, but it's like 17-year-olds that don't know how to play baseball. And there's like 30 people there. Mm -hmm. But anyway, let me just just wrote like the whole thing because we'll get into the cool parts and the the good scenes so that's what it is the earth is essentially dying right mcconaughey is a astronaut that gets brought out of retirement that has to go explore three fucking planets that have that are there's 12 planets that have come across a wormhole or Mm -hmm. that are on the other side of a wormhole that's been created next to saturn yeah and scientists are like holy fuck if we get through this wormhole maybe we could Find a, a planet that's habitable because whoever these people are that put that wormhole there want to help us. So one of these planets might be livable. Mm-hmm. Let's send somebody there. And whoever says they got a cool livable planet, will they'll send us a message and we'll take people over there. We'll leave all the Mexicans behind and mm-hmm. we, that's win-win. Make them build the ships. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's, ah, oh, sorry, no more room. <laughs> No mas, no hombres. <laughs> no hombres. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so that's the goal, is Michael Caine is going to do some math that's going to save humanity. He's going to, he has to solve an equation to get, like, the majority of people to leave the trying to, world. They're trying to figure out gravity. They all keep saying that. I don't know what the fuck that means. I know gravity, that it's a thing. Yeah. You got to figure out gravity. The gravity explain equation. what that means. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Like, you have I three that. hours. <laughs> Give me two minutes of explaining what the fuck that means. No, so much happens in this. Movie. Well, yeah. So, so that, yeah, that's the big thing is yeah. humanity needs to leave Earth. There's 12 potential places. We sell 12 scientists. Three of them send things back that might be good. Yeah. So we got to get McConaughey in his and his Lincoln re- spaceship. <laughs> and the rest of them have been left to die. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Which so yeah, that kind of shows this isn't all about like saving everybody. People are gonna die. Yes. And once then, I mean once we get into it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the gist of it. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to the we'll get back now to the baseball. To the baseball. Yeah, so watching the baseball. Well, so then there's this giant dust storm and then and then they well the uh, murph has been complaining about a ghost that her like that her books get dropped from her bookshelf a lot so she is like you know there's a ghost in my room and then they go in with the dust storm and there's like a bunch of like dust fell in a weird pattern on her on her floor looks like lines of coke almost mm-hmm, like sweet Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so this ghost likes to party. <laughs> yeah, this ghost. Got the ghost of Rick James in this house. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And then so they crack the code and they figure out that it's like it's coordinates. And they go off on this journey and they find out that it's fucking NASA. They find fucking NASA, bro. They're like, they're That's one of the stupid parts of the movie. You think so? <laughs> yeah. Why? That's all. NASA's secret underground headquarters is Absolutely. 20 miles away from where you are. Which, that means there's got to be a NASA secret underground headquarters somewhere around here. There could be very Just in easily. case they are ready. It seemed like if McConaughey a bit silly. was already a, a, a fighter, I'm a fighter, a space fucking pilot <laughs> okay he probably retired but the he area was around the area where it was right? okay i'll, I'll and allow then, it and then um, michael kane's character was like a professor he knew so it was it was around that fucking area they, I'll allow it. okay they just thought that it was done because they also talk about other shit like that that went extinct right i can't remember what but they talk about like the wheat 
wheat, but like other like just regular. potatoes. Potatoes don't make it either. <laughs> I remember that because yeah. I was like, oh, like the Irish. Because yeah, anyway, the Irish grew only one variety of potato. That's why they are fucked. Yeah, but the world's been fucked for a while. Or I think they talk. They talk about like the police or, or or the military. They say how we don't need the military. There's no more military because basically every everything's fucked. Like everybody's dying. There's nothing growing. There's no military. There's no money for military or whatever. The government's lying to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you wouldn't think there's there's no fucking mi- uh, military. It's like yeah, probably NASA's done too. But no, the fucking coke lines that the ghost left behind. <laughs> coordinates. They fucking lead them to fucking NASA and then fucking Anne Hathaway, who's a fucking bitch in this movie. <laughs> one of the worst haircuts. Right? Anne Hathaway's like a super cutie. And they, why do they give her that messed up haircut? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that pixie no. cut. But even just the way it was, it just wasn't done right. Like, yeah. she's hot. Like, it didn't fit it, her head. Like, you can pull it off yeah you're right you know an astronaut wouldn't give a fuck what her hair would look like maybe that's what we're going yeah, for yes but she that she doesn't have time to be doing her hair you know they're going through the space expedition so she's like you know what give me the old fucking dennis the menace <laughs> yeah so he shows up well again he shows up he leaves so mcconaughey what the hell's the character's name I don't know. <laughs> so all right, all right, all right. It's like, oh, this is, this is binary. This dust is landing in a binary code, and this binary code is giving me these coordinates. Oh, these coordinates are like 20 miles away. Mm-hmm. His name's Cooper. Oh, yeah, Cooper. <laughs> and it also bugs me that, dude, so they start driving, and then it gets dark by the time they're getting there. So I'm like, you're going somewhere where you you have to assume you're gonna spend the night. It looks like they took sleeping bags and shit. They got Did they? I didn't. I didn't pay attention. To I that. don't know. I, I was, was trying I was to pay, and I was like, he has no supplies. He just takes his daughter. He leaves his son to well, the wolves. He, well, he didn't mean to take his daughter. She yeah, she did. In. Oh yeah, she, she did. Hide. And she had. She hid under blankets, so he had, at least had like blankets and shit. She probably took some of the supplies out to hide under there. Kids are stupid like that. Well, luckily it worked out because they ended up at NASA. Yeah, they end up at this <laughs> gate. They don't get shot because they're white and um I, I think fuck it does mcconaughey get tased he gets like tased or something they don't show it but i, I think you hear like a bzz. yeah it seems like everything's cool like okay they're not gonna shoot him or anything and then yeah he gets tased they grab the girl he wakes up and he's like where's murph mm-hmm. and they're like oh can you guarantee that you're not gonna murder us like if we tell you what we know and they start laughing and oh, they're right. like, bro, we're NASA. <laughs> that's funny. And that's really cool, too. Like, yeah, if you haven't seen it, because you don't know what it is. And you're like, oh, it's NASA? Like, that's awesome. And then at first I was like, oh, fuck, is NASA just a, gone rogue. a, a boardroom? <laughs> they, yeah. they just have, like, a conference room. Is that NASA? And they're like, yeah, well, you know, the stars used to be pretty cool. Yeah. But no, they have, like. Killing this- is fun. <laughs> But they have this, like, really awesome, like, underground fucking facility. And, you know, they're doing rockets real well. <laughs> Shit, they got a fucking space shuttle. But they're down to the bare minimum, right? They're they're now constructing what they think is going to be what's going to save the species. Yeah, this is the last ditch type thing. Mm-hmm. And this is where Michael Caine comes in, who used to be Cooper's boss or professor mentor. Something. So he's like, hey, chief, what the fuck is all this, dog? <laughs> oh, and, and he's also Anne Hathaway's father. Yeah. Do they say that directly in this scene? I don't know. Or does it come later? But- oh, oh, yeah, because her, her name is Dr. What is it? Quinn? 
Dr. Quinn. She's uh, a medicine woman of some kind. <laughs> uh, Dr. Brand. And then Matthew McConaughey oh, okay. is like, oh, I y'all to- fucking? <laughs> it's like, I used to know a Dr. Brand. And then it turns out to be Michael Caine. That's yeah. her father. So it was also Alfred. And she was fucking Selena Kyle. So, I mean, you know. Man, these people, they're like, it's like an inbred relationship. All these directors, they just recycle the same 25 actors. Oh, absolutely. Even extras. Mm-hmm. I want to be number 26. Mm-hmm. Jonah. <laughs> Let me in, bro. Yeah. So they're in the boardroom. Oh, right. They show them the big rocket. You know, it's like a Friday night with me and the ladies. Yeah. Like, hey, girl, you want to go in the cave yeah. and see my rocket? Yeah. And they say, no, leave, you creep. <laughs> and then tears. <laughs> so they show him the thing and they're like, dude, we need you to drive it. And he's just like, what? They explain him the deal, right? They're like, Do I look like Will Smith in Independence <laughs> Day? Just flying out to space like that? Yeah. I don't have a stripper girlfriend. Yeah. Where's Goldblum? <laughs> <laughs> Bring him here. (laughs) No more whoops. (laughs) No more whoops. I can love that man. (laughs) He's so good in there. He's got the cigars and everything. Ah, Goldblum's so dope. Yeah, he he could have he should have been in this movie for a little bit. Come on, little Goldblum cameo. (laughs) Boom it. So then they basically like, yeah, you have to you have to make a decision whether you're gonna go off and pilot this spaceship to visit these three worlds, and uh, they're taking with them like a bunch of. So yeah, so there's two plans. One plan is you're gonna go in there. You're gonna. You're gonna. One of the planets is gonna be habitable. Mm-hmm. You're gonna fucking shoot us the DM. It's cool. Sli- <laughs> slide through, kick it, as some would say. Uh-huh. Um, and then we're gonna jump on spaceships. We're gonna go through the hole. We're gonna go to the new planet. We're gonna start fucking. Yeah. Damn. Or plan B. We we can't take anybody else there. So we're just gonna have five thousand embryos. I think. Right. Something like that. Some kind of like Matrix type situation. Mm-hmm. And Hathaway and McConaughey are gonna raise them. Real like that's, Adam and Eve. That's situation. a lot of kids. Though. I was thinking she, her tits are gonna be so me, worn out. What I was thinking, I was gonna be like, look, there's three guys. There's one Hathaway. They're gonna all have. <laughs> they're gonna- I would think you would have to do that at least for genetic diversity, right? It's like, look, you need to have one of each of our babies. Like you can't kill the black guy because we need to keep the need- black people around. So he lives. You should probably make like two, three of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Start there. Try to try to cross your fingers. Try to get. Try to make twins, huh? <laughs> try to make. Yeah, that would that would conserve energy. <laughs> then you get with McConaughey because you need two hot people. Mm-hmm. They they would just make. We're more gonna hotness. need farmers. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. so that's the plan. Coops has to drive it. Brand is giving up his daughter. He's like, I don't really like this chick. <laughs> and then you got a, a couple more people, and then you got. Dude, my favorite character is the fucking robots. Yeah. Tarzan Case, baby. <laughs> you got Tarzan Case who are, I thought, I love how they're presented. Uh. You could have gone with the hardcore digital shit, you know. It's 2014. You you could make something look really nice, you know. Right. Or you could just go with somebody in a puppet suit and then also make that look really nice, which is kind of what they did. But yeah. it, it was these rectangles mm-hmm. and these rectangles that could divide into threes and those could divide into threes and those could divide into threes. So you can make like an infinitely movable character yeah, it, it, from it, four rectangles. It's it amazing. It doesn't seem like that would make 
make fucking sense, right? That shouldn't be. If you see diagrams of it, it makes so much more sense. Because that's basically what it is. Every section is divided in threes. Mm -hmm. And it keeps going smaller and smaller and smaller. So theoretically, he can keep doing that till like a little finger comes out. What? A little fingy. What? <laughs> yeah, he's he's yeah, it's it's insane. Again, the fucking science that went into this whole fucking movie is right. crazy. Oh yeah, and it also makes for some of the most beautiful fucking scenes ever put in fucking cinema to be straight up, man. And some of the space in this movie, I mean, you could obviously you got to compare this movie to 2001 Space Odyssey. I know you haven't seen it, Ozzy, but a lot of big space wide scenes, you see ships, you see planets, you see stuff like that. So this is basically like, I mean, and 2001 looks good, but it's done like with models and all practical effects. Obviously, this has a lot of cg but it's also done practically too it's a combination of the two things but obviously like when you get to wormholes and shit yeah there's nothing practical about that well dude let me go into that a little bit because again this article i read i mean that shit was it wasn't only really visually stunning it was scientifically groundbreaking Mm mm-hmm so that version of a black hole that you see, that simulation of the black hole that you see in Interstellar, when that came out in 2014, that was the most accurate simulation of a black hole ever. Right. Not in that Hollywood had created or that scientists had, like ever in the history of humanity. That was the mm. most accurate representation. And it took 30 people one fucking year. Yeah, that makes sense. To do that shit. <laughs> dude, one year. So it was this dude named Paul Franklin that did all this shit. Mm. Paul Franklin. So Chris- Christopher Nolan realized I, I need... I need someone that, like, I need to show the fucking black hole. Like, this has to be done. It has to be done right. Mm -hmm. He reaches out to this dude called Paul Franklin who works for an effects house called Double Negative. And Double Negative, you can basically just say a movie and they've worked on it. Yeah. It's it's that insane. Like, movies that you didn't even think had had, uh, special effects. Right. Just you could just name a movie, and it's it's insane what they've done. So these fucking dudes know their shit. Mm -hmm. So they reach out to Kip Thorne. And they're like, bro, like, you need to give us some math. Like, we need to know the math involved in what a black hole is. Yeah. So Kip Thorne literally wrote, like, a research paper for them, essentially, with with this math mm-hmm. of, like, look, this is what we know about wormholes and black holes. And so... He sent that fucking research over to Franklin and his team at Double Negative, and they fucking, they wrote fucking rendering software. They coded Mm. software with that math built into it to make this fucking representation of the worm. They started with a wormhole. Yeah. Because that was easier, apparently. Mm -hmm. But, and, so yeah, so it, it fucking worked. Their fucking, their software worked. So then they tried it with the black hole, but it was completely new math. So they did that shit all over again Mm -hmm. and created a separate one, a separate fucking software. They wrote another piece of rendering software, coded another piece of rendering software for the fucking black hole. Uh, Yeah. And the fucking the result of all that shit is truly fucking beautiful. It's amazing. To see it, like if you got a big TV, you got like. You know, the fucking 4K on, on deck. 
That shit looks fucking amazing. And yeah, it's one of the most beautiful shots. Even before that, when it did show like the shot of like fucking Saturn, it's just like, fuck, that looks fucking beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it looked great. Mm-hmm. Dude, well, those, some of those, dude, some of those frames, and I mean, it's interesting to me because when for this show we render our audio, mm-hmm. you know, we we create raw audio and then render it down to a fucking final product. If it takes us the like the same amount of time, so if we have a one hour show and it takes one hour to render, mm-hmm. that's absolutely super long. Something's wrong. That's how long it used to take when I used to use a ten year old computer that was all falling apart and shit. Right. So. Some of these frames, mm-hmm. individual frame, took 100 hours Jesus. to render. One fucking frame. This film is shot in 24 frames per second. <laughs> One second of that shot took 2,400 hours. So that's over three months. That's insane. For one second. <laughs> For one fucking second, dude. The final film, the final film ended up being... Just under 800 terabytes. Wow. In size. Yeah, they were like, we thought we were going to go to a petaflop, which is the next. I was about to ask, is there more than a terabyte? What yeah. is it called? A, a petaflop? A petaflop, yeah. What? Which, Who it, named that? That They just keep Bad going. job, whoever named a petaflop. <laughs> yeah, which is a thousand. That sounds illegal, guys. That a, sounds a, illegal. A thousand terabytes is a petaflop. That sounds illegal. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why they didn't go there. Like, we're stopping at 800. We didn't even try. We're not, gonna, go, we're not going for that peta, okay? <laughs> Jesus. Well, fuck. That's crazy. Yeah. Dude, yeah. The, so, but the thing is, black holes aren't necessarily black, as weird as that sounds. Right. And also, they're not circles. That was the big thing, as Nolan was like, fuck, dude, it keeps... Every, they all look like circles, but mm-hmm. they're not circles. There's there's spheres mm-hmm. in space-time that warp space-time. So you can essentially go all the way around mm-hmm. a black hole. So usually they're represented like a, a just like a two-dimensional, like a hole in, in a, like if you were to stab paper with right. a pencil. But that's not what it is. It's like it's a ball floating within the paper Whoa, that can cont- dude man. it's fucking amazing yeah <laughs> so he was like how the fuck can we represent like it we need to be able to show that so there's black holes bend light around them so they around a black hole is actually a ring of light kind of like saturn's rings mm-hmm. i mean but saturn's rings are made out of ice and rock of course but but the rings or the light around a black hole is made out of light literally that's being sucked into it so it's insanity so these fucking people <laughs> again this uh this artist von tunzel tunzelman she was like okay well what if we take the 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 software that makes this disc and put it on top of this fear bl- black hole software that we have and let's see what happens. And it created that look that you get where the light is going around. Like, you can see that it's a sphere. Mm-hmm. It made that, and they were like, ah, oh, fuck. It didn't work. Mm. Like, it's, this is not what's supposed to happen. Right. But but Kip Thorne, the astrophysicist, was like, that's actually exactly what's supposed to happen. Like, my math says that that's what would happen. 
Mm-hmm. That's the visual representation of what my math said should happen. So you're not mistaken. That's actually right. That's the first time humanity has ever seen that. That's fucking groundbreaking. And that was a sim, <laughs> dude. Yeah, dude. And that was a simulation at that point. But in 2019, so two years ago, mm-hmm. we uh, again NASA and uh, other fucking space agencies around the world finally took a picture of what's called the event horizon which is the edge of a black hole that has this accretion ring that's there that's called and go back and check out that event horizon episode guys that yeah. we did. <laughs> spooktacular um, yeah we, it also has also the, the exact same explanation for for like warping through time is in this movie and an event horizon they picture it as a Poking a hole through a piece of folded paper. <laughs> yeah, it's so nuts, dude. Space time. <laughs> well, because then eventually they talk about the fifth dimension. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we, I mean, there's four dimensions, you know. Yes. And, but there's potentially a fifth one and even more. And that, that should, I don't know. It's just so fucking crazy. It gets nutty. It gets nutty. Yeah. But anyway, the last thing I'll say is in 2019, we finally were able to get right. an actual picture of the event horizon and it looked exactly like um double negative simulation had predicted and it's fucking mind-blowing a fucking movie did that five years before we saw that fucking christopher nolan buddy if he hadn't pushed for that that wouldn't have happened right (laughs) Like, like no yeah his yeah no that that's that's what kip thorne said is his he yeah, it was Nolan wanted to like it has to look. Yeah, right. he got the the people that would give him like to tell him how it would look like, and he made it that way. Yeah, instead of I also saw like a thing where he was saying like that he didn't want it to be like future technology. He was just like, no, nah, I didn't want to like have like you know this technology that we don't have right now, like fucking whatever. Um. Uh, holograms or fucking shit crazy shit like that technology that doesn't exist it's like he wanted to do it all with like you know technology we have now like supposedly if it was possible um this is how they would fucking try to do it and shit that's pretty fucking that's pretty cool right there too and they did try to do it you don't fucking take like a shortcut saying like oh yeah we made like a special ship to go through like fucking event horizon or <laughs> special black hole shit <laughs> well one of the things actually that they did add gargantua mm-hmm. which is that's what the black hole is called right they did create it that size because when nolan created the story he's like time has to move differently for different characters so he told kip thorne like what the fuck can i do mm-hmm. to like do that but be realistic Mm-hmm. And Kip Thorne was like, oh, if there was a fucking, if there was a black hole this size spinning close to the speed of light, then the closer you get to it, it's crazy. Like the 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 closer you get to the speed of light, the faster your time goes or some shit like that. Really? So it, that's like, so he said, okay, cool. So if you, if this solar system or whatever this area had a black hole that was this size spinning at this speed then technically the closer you would get people would have different perceptions of time right so so all that shit is theoretically possible mm-hmm. it's fucking yeah oh yeah it's a mind fuck yeah it's fucking crazy so eventually yeah when they go through this black hole and also 
um, uh, McConaughey leaves Murph behind. Really heartbreaking fucking scene where he, she does not take it. She no, she does not take it well because she finds out the code. One of the codes from the ghost says stay. Mm-hmm. She's like, come on, man. It's the universe telling you to stay. Yeah. And then he's like all holding her and she's like all time to fuck off. And he's just like, dude, don't make me leave like this. Like, you're going to make me leave like this. I'm probably going to be gone for like. That's a pretty cunty move on her part. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And he's and he basically tells her like, dude, by the time I come back, like we're we might be the same age and shit. He's and she's just like, what liar. And she's just like, whoa, like, you're you're telling me you're going to be gone for that fucking long? And he's like, well, fuck, like, probably. <laughs> it's going to be like two years for me, but it's like a million for you. Yeah. And then so, yeah, she's a little cunt about it, but he goes off. And then so when they get to this planet, this first planet, it's like super close to the fucking to the to the garga- gargantua gargantua right? yeah yeah it's like really close time's like, all fucked like up. it's right there basically right yeah and they're like yeah let's go there yeah let's go to that one first <laughs> yeah, i can fuck like, up time the most it's like, Yo, why would you go i saw like an interview with neil degrasse tyson he's all like if i was like traveling the fucking galaxies like and i saw a black hole like you go the fucking opposite direction. You do not want to go towards a black hole. <laughs> but, I mean, this was kind of a last-ditch effort. Right. We are probably going to be there for a couple hundred years or thousands, whatever, to try to figure out the next move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, they... Like this party blows. Th- next they, party. they do the math. They crunch the numbers, and they're like, okay, um, uh, this, this planet, one... What is it? One hour of their time is going to be seven years. Or one hour in that planet is going to be seven years of their lives in, like, Earth. Right above it, yeah. Yeah. Well, even floating above it, apparently. Well, yeah, that, that too. Yeah, but that's that's how, how close it is to this fucking black hole. Yeah. So, fucking, they're like, what? And they, they still come up with this half-assed plan. They're like, all right, fine. We're just going to go in and out. We're going to pick up the scientist that's there. We're just going to, she's going to give us the data and then we'll figure it out. And they're like, maybe we'll be gone for fucking two years. Well, because they knew that one had water, right? At least. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It had water. And the scientists had, had the scientists had also that got there had given them the, the, the thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah, Water here. It's warm. Mm -hmm. Cool. Whatever. Yeah. Nice mountains. Yeah. <laughs> so they get down there and it's all water. And they're letting the homeboy. It's like, what the hell? This is all water. We can't fucking live here. Why did they just land? Like they, they assumed it wasn't deep or they right, that's, somehow that's a, they felt it wasn't deep. I don't know. Maybe they fucking crunched those, they crunched those numbers too. I don't know. <laughs> well, I know like planes have that little thing, like a little radar that shoots down so they can be, this is how high you are. Maybe, and, maybe the, the scientist that landed there first was just like, Oh, you could just totally, yeah, it's totally like a land. foot deep. It's cool. Yeah. Totally land here, guys. <laughs> don't protect the engines. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they, they, they get there, then they can't find her. Oh, also, the actor Wes Bentley's in this movie, and he's the other fucking guy. The guy from American Beauty. <laughs> the weird guy yeah. from American Beauty's in this movie. <laughs> no one gives a shit about him. In this no, movie. <laughs> no one does. And, yeah, 
He's very disposable. <laughs> it might as yeah. well not be in this movie. I don't know why he was there. He just needed somebody to kill him. Like, we can't do the black guy first and anymore. Then, uh, yeah. Um, uh, and then the, his death is so like, it just kind of happens really quick. Blinking, blinking, you miss. I don't even think they're sad about it. Yeah. Uh, there's like a brief moment where Anne Hathaway's like, wait, wait, wait. He just left him to die. And then like a wave hits him. They're like, ah. And I think that was like, yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, so fucking, this is where Anne Hathaway just ruins everything. She fucks everything up because they're they're searching for for the scientist, which they kind of find out is dead because they're finding pieces of her ship. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, well, well let's get the fucking the the recorder or whatever. Let's get the black box out of this shit. Mm-hmm. And then so she runs and gets it, and at this point, McConaughey realizes that there's a fucking like super crazy way, <laughs> like yeah, unreasonably so, tall. <laughs> so what what looked like a mountain range in the distance is yeah. actually a wave, giant wave caused by the black hole yeah. coming at them, which is amazing when you think about that, right? It's just because the fucking gravity is so different there. That's why time is so different there, and that just makes giant waves that are just going to keep coming. Like, yeah, there's no way anyone's going to live there. Because they first noticed them going away. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, that one's just passed. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, wait, but doesn't that mean? And they look back, and sure yeah. enough. Well, McConaughey looks back, and he's like, shit. And, oh, and, and he's like, get back to the ship, Catwoman. And she's just like, wait. Get to the chopper! Yeah. And then, but, you know, she fucks up. She dropped something on her leg. She's weak. She totally fucking uh, <laughs> bookshelves herself from what the fuck was the Night of the Living Dead or whatever. Exactly. Oh, Evil yeah. Dead. Yeah. yeah, Evil Dead. She totally fucking. <laughs> what the fuck's that dude's name? Uh, Ash. Yeah. Yeah. She totally ashes herself. Yeah. It just throws the bookshelf on top of herself, she's and then she just that. gets stuck there. And she's like, leave me, leave me. And then, they, of course, they don't leave her. They sent the fucking badass robot to go get her. That's, I never got why that was like a thing. I'd be, immediately, I'd be like, robot, go. <laughs> yeah. You're Sacrifice right. yourself, You're right. bro. You're right. And then that robot's so fast that she actually gets there before fucking Wes Bentley. That's why he fucking goes. <laughs> he looks back like fucking Sodom and Gomorrah. Was, was that lady that lots no it wasn't lots wife whoever I don't know, yeah. she looked back at it and turned into a pillar of salt yeah she fucked said up. he died yeah you're right oh fuck this is kind of biblical yeah the lord had a fucking the lord's always there yeah well he fucked up too because like okay let's say Anne hathaway is stuck there all right she's stuck there dude Get out of there. Why are you waiting I'll be there back for? Back in seven years. <laughs> Why are you waiting there for, dude? You gave it to the safety. You didn't fuck up. Go not drown, buddy. You could you could have helped later in the movie. <laughs> I I felt that because they kind of implied that Cooper went through a, a traumatic thing while he was an astronaut in previous. Yeah. He's like, I ain't gonna leave my crew behind. Not after that first time. Right. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, so West Bentley fucking dies, and then the ship goes through this fucking crazy wave that definitely should have obliterated this ship, right? It is made out of undestructible fucking metals. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I know spaceships are built pretty tough, but this is the it's just not made to rock most, around on a 
ocean. This is the most, not even an ocean, the most giant wave you could ever imagine. Like way beyond yeah. a tsunami you can imagine here. We live by the coast. <laughs> like we know how powerful water is. <laughs> like, yeah. That boat would have been fucked. Mm-hmm. Boats that are made to float on water get fucked up all the time. Yeah. And then so they go through this fucking crazy wave and then now their their ship's all fucking wet. <laughs> and then the fucking the robot tells them like, yeah, it's, it's going to be like 45 minutes to an hour before fucking the, the ship drains to the point where we could drive off. And then McConaughey's just like, you stupid bitch. Like, like, why the fuck didn't you come back to the ship when I told you to come back? And she was like, oh, we need, I was following the mission. He was just like, bro, you just fucking cost it. Like, how much did you just cost us? She's just like decades. <laughs> and it's like, no. Like, and, dude. Like, <laughs> and she must know at this point that he left his kids. Yeah, she she's like, aware. Yeah, she met he met her her his daughter. <laughs> so yeah, he knows that. So yeah. And she and she throws that in his face all the time. She's like, You were just trying to like um uh take off so you could get back to your kids. Like I was trying to fucking get the mission done and shit. And he was just like, You dumb bitch, like tell you to come back to-. and then at the end they didn't even end up getting it, right? <laughs> like they didn't get it. She, no. just, she just went, got trapped, and got saved, and she didn't end up getting it. No. No, she did not get the data. <laughs> and then they get back up there because the the other guy. Romilly. Romilly. <laughs> he, they tell him, like, we're probably going to be, like, two years. You should go to sleep. And he's just like, if it's two years, like, I'd like to, like. Figure out gravity. Yeah. Again, like, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah, or, like, you yeah. Also, t- do observations from like the planet or whatever, and learn what he could from the black hole and shit. And masturbate a lot, probably in another galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> I could really <laughs> use some alone time. Yeah, I've been hanging out with you guys this whole time. Hey, Case, how how <laughs> narrow can you get your fucking fingers there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so they get back up to the ship, and this dude's like old, and then. They're like, fuck, like, how long? How long has it been? And he's just like, 27 years. Or 23. 23 years? Or is it 27? He says 23, yeah. 23, yeah. I don't know why I said 27. 23 years. So he's like, oh, shit. And then he tells him, like, yeah. He looks like LeVar Burton all of a sudden, dude. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And he tells him, like, you guys have 23 years of of messages from from your family. Like, we can't. He's like somehow like when we went we passed the wormhole like we could still receive messages but our messages aren't going out. So his family has been sending him messages for one person. Well, one person, you're right. <laughs> but Sonny doesn't give a fuck about all of a sudden Casey Affleck. The worst of the Affleck's. No. Oh, Casey Affleck's good, dude. I, I was like, you. why does this guy look like a melted Ben Affleck? And I was I like, oh no, it's Casey. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't looking his best, man. Well, he doesn't look good, and like then it's not he, supposed to. I no, guess. Yeah, these motherfuckers. He's method, dog. Yeah. He's method, bro. 
He didn't look good. Which again, all right, I'll I'll give it. He's not supposed to look good. Yeah, I thought he was great in this. Oh, movie. he did. He was amazing. Um, uh, yeah, he's definitely the better actor when it comes to the Affleck's. <laughs> the parents are like, "Fuck, dude, why did one get the looks and one got the talent? Could it both of them? <laughs> well, both of them would have got one and supported everybody else. He would have been uh, amazing. Yeah, but so he sees so he. Um, uh, he gets there and starts watching the videos, and he sees his son now. Casey Affleck has a has a baby, so he finds out he's a fucking grandpa. And then, like the next video, the fucking kids are he he's got another kid, and one kid's fucking dead <laughs> and shit. Well, and then Lithgow dies at some point. All right, he's like, we buried him here because we're sick fuckos. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Right? We buried him in the backyard next. Jesus, next, don't buy their corn. You know, he said we buried him in the backyard next to mom, like where we were gonna bury you if you ever fucking came back and shit. Jeez, you know, so dark. Yeah, oh, it gets super dark because he's just like, yeah, like, you know, my wife basically tells me that I got to stop fucking sending you messages. that I got to let you go. Like, he's like, I don't even know if these messages are fucking going anywhere, man. And and it's just like, oh, it's getting so sad. Oh, McConaughey's killing it. Oh, yeah, dude. Killing it. Crying straight into the camera. Mm hmm made me cry straight into the camera oh that i mean that point got me but that's not the the point that made me cry in this movie. but it, it got close it got one. close and then um uh, yeah you get that casey affleck one two and then come here comes jessica chastain as a grown whoa, whoa. a grown murph fine, baby fine murph. <laughs> murph has been i don't know if she's been eating that corn or what and Tell me but. that they didn't find like the perfect actress to play the little girl that like, they looked so alike. It's kind of like Cece <laughs> and New Girl, like the young person, the young yeah. Cece is like, holy shit, like that totally looks like young Cece. Yeah, that Jessica, looked like young Jessica Chastain. Girl. Yeah, she was great too. Oh yeah, who's uh, Mackenzie Foy? There you go, <laughs> killed it. <laughs> yeah. So all of a sudden, Murph comes up and she's just like. I don't know, like, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> oh, and she tells him, like, oh, you told me, like, it was her birthday, and she was like, you told me that, like, you'd come back and um, uh, we were going to be the same age. And he's just like, well, now I'm the same age that, uh, that you were when you left, and you're still not fucking here. And she's like, starts crying and shit. And then Oz starts crying. I start getting a little fucking... <laughs> A little tickle in the old eyeballs, you know. To me, it it hit me more when the the son, right. when he was like, because it's so true. Because you're like, dude, I, I'm just a crazy person. I'm just mm-hmm. talking into the void. You're dead, bro. <laughs> like the 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 chances, the the reality is most likely you're dead. Yeah, and I'm I'm literally talking to a to a dead person. Mm-hmm. That's what crazy people do. And my wife says, I, I too am crazy, so peace. And he's just I mean, like, no, I'm here, motherfucker. I'm I know. Here. Yeah, you, you see him, like, like nodding his head, like, oh. Like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> dude. dude, I've been gone an hour. I've been gone an hour, no. <laughs> Beat the shit out of Anne Hathaway. Fucking family-less bitch. Yeah. And then from there, you, you I'm a... Uh, catch up with Jessica Chastain with Murph's character and she's working with Michael Caine who is not looking fucking good man he's 
He's in a wheelchair. He looks fucked. <laughs> he left the cane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Prince of puns. No more cane. He's got a wheelchair now. <laughs> Michael Wheelie. Yeah. yeah. Michael Chair's here. <laughs> And then, so she's been trying to help him figure out the fucking gravity fucking equation and shit. And then she figures something out. She's like, "Wait a minute, we've been you've been like fucking doing the the problem wrong and shit." And then like, you see, no, yeah, you see him get all, no, you see him get all defensive. And he said, "I don't want to talk about this shit, yo. <laughs> Hell wrong right now. You're not even close. <laughs> Shut up, Ginger." <laughs> Your father left you. Yeah. <laughs> <that>. Orphan. <laughs> Fucking orphan. <laughs> Fucking orphan. <laughs> yeah. Henny over here. And then so back in the fucking McConaughey ship. They realized that they for the fucking 27 years that they were there. They burned so much fuel that now they can't. They don't have enough to go to all three all three planets and then go back to earth. So they have to pick one of the planets. One of the planets apparently has fucking the last person that Anne Hathaway given HJ to or ZJ to. And she really wants or to go something. <laughs> that really... dude had that magic dick. Yeah, she was she like, was I will put humanity on the line <laughs> for one more ride on that. shit. And, that's a rocket man. And if they had actually done that, if, if they had just listened to her at that point, even though she was she was wrong about the reason why she wanted to go to that planet, but if they had, it would have been okay. <laughs> well, anyway, let's let's take a quick break. Let's I want to freshen that. up my drink here, mm-hmm. and, get, and then we're gonna come back, and, and um, we're talking about Foreman. Foreman, <laughs> all right. Foreman makes an appearance, motherfucker. Fuck yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's about to get good. <laughs> yeah, we'll be right. We'll be right back, refreshed, ready for more. Back, baby. Yeah. So at this point, we're basically, um, uh, Water Planet was no good. Yeah, they were just like, look, I have our feet are gonna be wet all the time, so no. And then engines can't handle yeah it. and then and then Anne hathaway's like i want to go to the planet where my boyfriend is and mcconaughey's basically like fuck you how about no how about you ruined everything and had a spite <laughs> we're not going to see your boyfriend and it wasn't out of spite so he was just like like the numbers say like this is the one to go to like your boyfriend hasn't been um uh, sending back any reports anymore this other Miss Doctor Man has that's literally his name, Doctor Man, right? Yeah, and he's been saying like, "Bro, yeah, it's chilling yeah. here. He's it's like, a little icy at the top, but yeah. once you go below the ice, mm-hmm. you're basically in Hawaii." Yeah, it's like it's fucking perfect here. And then and and McConaughey is like, "And don't you think that didn't weren't you? Isn't this guy like your hero or something?" And she was like, "Yeah, he's like probably the most fucking brilliant." Man, I know and shit, but you know, fucking love conquers all. So, plus his data as well. Ed- Edmonds, yeah. who's that's the other planet. Edmonds' data is like that one. The data says this is Hawaii. Yeah, this one's more, um, uh, more like Earth. Yeah, but man is saying I'm here. It's the shit. 
Yeah, he's actually communicating, but homeboy over there in Hawaii is no long. Like, I don't know, Volcano took him out or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so yeah. that's why McConaughey's like, we can't. It could be that crazy. Yeah. This dude's talking to us. At least we know somebody's there mm-hmm. and he's saying positive shit. Yeah. We can we can formulate a plan once we're there. And then Hathaway, as long as it's not Damon, Hathaway, it'll be fine. Hathaway throws a bitch fit and just walks out of the room. And McConaughey just makes the decision. We're going to we're going we're going to see Doctor Man. Okay, mm-hmm. um, you're gonna if you're gonna want to bang somebody, it's gonna have to be either me or fucking <laughs> what's his name? I'm a Remy or what's his name? The other guy, uh, who Riley. Was... I don't know. Oh anyway. my god! Why am I? I believe so. Riley rip, rip, rip. I don't know. Romilly. Romilly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so like, you're going to have to bang one of us too. It's a weird name. <laughs> and Romilly's already like 50 something at this point. Yeah. So yeah, he might have some trouble. Uh huh. I got abs and shit. McConaughey's <laughs> like, well, this made it way easier for me all of a sudden. Unless fucking Romilly has like a fucking piece on him. Right. That's just like, doesn't matter how old you are, you know? If it still works. <laughs> That's true. No. It's got that space dick, right? He's like, I can't get hard in space. Ah. Dude, Edmund's got that fucking piece. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, fucking Anne Hathaway is willing to put humanity oh, on right. the line. Oh, you're right about that. You're right. One more ride on that North Pole. I didn't think about that. Yeah. That's a oh, good that day. Or maybe he eats out good or something. Yeah. He does something very well that she likes. A good cuddler. Listens to her stories. I'm a good cuddler. <laughs> I've got that compliment. Aww. Yeah, I'm sweet. I'm sweet. I'm a little sweet pie. <laughs> There's no shortage of cuddling here at uh, South Bite Studios. Oh, we cuddle. We're pro cuddling. <laughs> <laughs> People charge money to for cuddling mm-hmm. in New York City. Have you seen that? No. Yeah, that's a thing. I'd pay for it. Oh, dude! I saw. Uh, I see the girls that charge for that. I'm like, all right, yeah, that'd be cool. A little, a little half an hour sesh with you, mm-hmm. a little huggy hug. Yeah, but it would suck because, dude, come on, you cuddle with a cute girl. I mean, you're gonna. I, I expect you know what's just gonna happen. Right? You're just gonna, <laughs> cuddling is getting your hand swatted away like 15 times when you're <laughs> when, when you're 40 knows and yes, <laughs> still a yes. <laughs> Dude, uh-huh. Daniel Tosh has that joke. He's like, come on. Everyone knows that no doesn't mean no. No mm-hmm. means you try the nipple and the neck. Yeah, and yeah. then whatever. So work on the nipples and the neck and try back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, uh, respect your partners, everybody. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Be playful. Know each other's boundaries. Yes. Cuddling. Hathaway. Is not aggressive <laughs> look at that haircut that's not even good man Anne hathaway's got a fucked up haircut i know I mcconaughey know. says i'm coop i know he's we're like, going whatever. we're going to man's planet he's like, come on it's called the man's planet yeah. Sorry, I, we're literally going good. to man planet i know it's <laughs> woman's <Yeah. issue. laughs> but we're going to the man planet Yeah, we're going to man planet why don't you shut up <laughs> okay they get to the man planet you don't get a vote here <laughs> <laughs> in america no more mm-hmm. you don't have rights up here um uh anyway we don't mean that <laughs> um, so they get there and yeah no Complete actually ice planet before they get there what murph 
messages Coop. Oh, right, right, right. Finally, after all the years, she reaches out and says, you know what? Your homie's dead. Bye. No, she actually reaches out to to uh, Anne Hathaway's character. She informs She's still a bitch. She informs him. Oh, Give it up. Oh, also great. It's been like eighty years. Also great fucking scene when Michael Caine is dying. Yeah. In his death, uh, he's and he's acting the shit out of it too. He does a really good dying man. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. Yeah, he's. I like, don't know why he turned into David Attenborough. He's but. like all crying. They made him look very sickly. <laughs> and and so like just be yourself, Kane. Yeah, and then so Jessica Chastain's like Murph is like right there, like you know, by his side as he's dying, and he's just like, "Bro, I fucking lied to you." He's like Rosebud, <laughs> basically. <laughs> basically. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> basically, he's like, yeah, like I'm just straight up, I lied to you, and um, uh, Plan A, the fucking save all the people here on Earth, no, was no. never a fucking. And it was never a possibility. It was just a feel good thing. Yeah, it's like there was never plan- raise five thousand. There kids. was never plan A. I literally like tricked your dad into driving <laughs> that fucking spaceship out there, and and they're never they're not supposed to fucking come back. Which also in this, and then she questions, did he, did Cooper know? Oh yeah, yeah. She she asks if if. Her- <laughs> Like if, if her dad abandoned her, and then he's—he couldn't ass- just say no. He's just an asshole. Yeah, and he recites a fucking poem that gets recited like three times in this four fucking times in this movie. That whole dying of the light fucking poem. That's so stupid. He could have just said nah. He didn't know. Yeah, she would have felt so much better. Exactly. You're dying, you asshole. You fucking prick, right? Eat <laughs> this bitch's mind. <laughs> yeah, make her feel better because he did it. He didn't know, and then so anyway, fucking Hathaway gets this message. Oh, we're skipping ahead. For Matt Damon, fucking no. We already went through Matt Damon. No, she gets the message before Damon. No, it's Matt Damon's right there when the message is up. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, that's when they're showing yeah. So up. they they get they show up to Hoth. They get there and fucking. Ice planet. They got ice clouds up. The clouds are frozen. That, that was one of the things. Uh, that was Neil deGrasse Tyson's biggest complaint. Really? Said those ice clouds. They technically wouldn't. They wouldn't have been solid at that area. And we've already did, uh, said how probably Neil deGrasse Tyson shut the fuck up, right? So whatever. Well, even he was saying. Even he was saying like I'm grasping at straws. Like <laughs> this shit's pretty perfect. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So they get there and super ice planet. It looks like the North Pole everywhere. And then they wake up Matt Damon, who just immediately starts fucking crying on it's it's Matt on Matt action, right? It's Matt Damon crying on Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> well, you you went into that deep sleep kind of assuming you were not that's it. Yeah. yeah. So to be, it's like being woken up from the dead in a sense. Mm-hmm. So that's they literally say that it's that on the nose. There's like a literal, a literal fucking line where he's just like, the last time I set the, like the sleep thing, I didn't even set a, a wake, oh yeah, a, a wake up date, and he's like, you literally woke me from the rose me from the dead. That, yeah, <laughs> like, they literally say it. <laughs> that's gotta be shocking. There's no, yeah. 
And then I really like that line that Matt Damon says, like, dude, he's like, you will, you, I hope you never know, like, like, the feeling it is to, like, see a human face after, like, not having seen somebody for, like, forever. Like, you hope you don't ever have to experience that shit. Yeah. So then they're like, well, what's up, bro? It's how I see. Yeah. We can't live here. And then he's, he's like, like, that's cool. No, he's like, of course we can. This is our new planet. This is our new planet, guys. So I'm going to send the fucking cavalry yeah, <laughs> whatever. Dope. Like, we just got to put in some igloos and some shit. <laughs> A little space heater here and there. And it's all good. <laughs> Global warming, we'll do it here, too. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah, but no, that was not the case. Um, like, let me show you. Yeah. So there's, he, he, he like... Shows them a bunch of data, and they're like, all right, cool. And then basically McConaughey's like, here's the deal. Like, I need to get back home. We found, like, I did what I was supposed to do. I found, we found the planet. I drove you here. You guys are going to start anew. Like, let me fucking get back home to to, to Lil Murph and Casey Affleck. You know, they've been they've been through some shit. And Michael Caine's dead now, and John Lithgow died like forever ago. No, he's in, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's corn fertilizer. <laughs> so I'm gonna need that. And they're like, "Cool, cool. Like, let's like you could totally do that." And then Damon, bum bum bum. All of a sudden, he's fucking evil, <laughs> and he faked all the fucking data. And he was just like, you know, he gives this speech about being like, you know, for like for the, for a while he thought that he could just like, you know, die there or whatever. But then he was like, nah, bro, like he sent the fucking signal out, come pick me up. And he fucked everybody fucking over, man. Yeah, he was lying the whole time. Mm-hmm. He was he was saying it was cool just so someone could probably come save him. When they yeah. did, ice pick to the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Coop's struggling. Yeah, so he fucking tries to fucking kill McConaughey and fucking... It's not all right, all right, all right. No, and then he tries to steal his fucking... He steals the ship. He blows up fucking... What's his name? All of a sudden, it's like Fast and the Furious in fucking space. How dare you? They're fucking docking on this thing and they're, yeah, maneuvering. Well, that shit's awesome. So so, so fucking Matt Damon... I don't know. He like rigged his robot to blow or something. I don't know. I don't know exactly how that explosion happens. Yeah, he. <laughs> well, he said he had to like kind of because he also had a, a case type robot that he had to dismantle to to keep alive. Yeah. Or and um, so Romilly goes to see like what can I do to this dude to fucking get him going, get some fucking data out of him, mm-hmm. and it's fucking jihad all over. Yeah, he's just like, what the fuck is this shit? And then he blows up. Fucked up. So we lose (laughs) lose Romilly. Yeah. And then Hathaway goes and saves McConaughey, who, because fucking Matt Damon, like, cracked his fucking. Yeah, hit him right in the fucking plastic of the helmet. Yeah. So whatever this planet's atmosphere. his own helmet, and his helmet doesn't crack. That was nuts. He was like, you know, it's a 50-50 shot. And he's like, ah, I don't (laughs) care. (laughs) But again, it, Matt Damon has gone crazy. Yeah, His he, character is not. Oh, he's he says like thinking. a fifty-fifty shot's like the best chance I've had like in a really long fucking time, bro. Look, I'm it, gonna take it, and he wins. 
he, he wins. Oh, and then he's like all suffocating, and then he's just like trying to talk him down, and he's just like, you know what, my bad. I thought I could like talk you through this or watch you go through this, but kind of. It's kind of bumming me the yeah. fuck out. So, <laughs> pace. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave you there to suffocate. But fuck that. Anne Hathaway fucking saves his ass, and then the robot fucking saves the day because he fucking messed up the autopilot or something. So Damon can't dock. He can't dock with the main ship because they're like on these little like. Yeah, a ship floats outside of the planet, and then they take a smaller ship down. Yeah, and then so he takes that ship back up to the main ship, but he can't dock. But he doesn't give a fuck. He's just like, I'm going to eyeball it. (laughs) Okay, I can do it. Mm -hmm. And as far as, like, the movie shows it, like, he got it, right? It just wouldn't wouldn't lock in. They said it was different models, yeah. Yeah, but it was a different model, so they weren't designed to attach to each other anyway. Okay, yeah. I missed that. But, yeah, so he's trying, and he, like, forces it. And he's like, he it's like, you know, when you're drunk and it doesn't get hard, and you're just like, I need to complete the mission today, and you just kind of <laughs> smush it in there. <laughs> he did one of those moves. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Yeah, Matt Damon did a whiskey fuck. <laughs> and uh, the actual term used by NASA, by the way. Yep. Just I looked, I looked it up. <laughs> Came Look at up that with chin. It. Powerful chin and nose. Jessica Chastain. Very, very. Hard. God bless her. If you want to see her naked, watch the movie Lawless. <laughs> just so you just so you know. Putting that on the list. <laughs> yeah, so fucking Damon blows up like Samuel Jackson in She's the in, Sacramento. In the middle of a speech. She's from Sacramento? Yeah. God bless her. <laughs> or even closer to her. <laughs> closer to our hearts. Um, yeah, so fucking Damon goes. He fucking blows up. And then McConaughey's just apparently like the fucking greatest pilot of all time. And he's just like, I'm going to. Because now they were in this really cool ship where like there was a space shuttle. And then there's like a bunch of fucking like, I don't know, like other things <laughs> that surround it. Like a fucking sphere or whatever thing it was a rotating ship it rotated to create gravity yeah and so that shit's fucked up and it's spinning around like crazy so matthew mcconaughey has to spin his ship and match this match match the speed of the spinning thing so that they can fucking dock and that's the part where they took from from 2001, like, that's a really iconic scene, that, like, space dock with exactly what they're doing right there. But except in this one, it's, like, fucking spinning, like, fucking crazy. So it's, like, a little bit more of a, a higher fucking, higher stakes version of the 2001 docking scene. That was one of those scenes that when it finished, I realized I hadn't breathed the whole time. <laughs> I was just like, holy fuck. Dude. I was just like grabbing my sheets and just like. <sighs> I like, as I was watching this movie, it's like I basically knew like where it ends up. But I was still like, oh my God. <laughs> like, it's like, I know how this movie ends, but I'm still worried. <laughs> when you got this, the Zimmer score in the background, mm-hmm. just fucking bringing the tension up to a thousand which he did not win the fucking oscar for fucking for this movie for best score no i wonder who won it 
Much. It must have been a musical movie or some shit that came oh, out fuck. that year. The Grand Budapest Hotel won for best original score. What? <laughs> That's crazy. I have to watch that. <laughs> Me too. I've never seen it at all. I've seen parts of it. It's good. Yeah, I hear very good things. But I can't imagine. How does it? It must sound amazing. I'm fucking. It better sound amazing. <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah. That might be one of those, like, those silences people could have been like, oh, no. And to me, the silences were part of the sound. Yes. Not having that sound actually was part of the sound, as stupid as that or weird as that sounds. Well, it, like, kind of takes you, like, I don't know. It made it real, space. Yeah, because you're hearing, like, the score, like, and then they just go to space, and all of a sudden there's, (laughs) there's nothing. And you're seeing these spaceships move, and you're like, expecting noise but there's just nothing and you're like what is going on here and that's how space would be (laughs) yeah i know we see star wars and all that shit and it's all explosions and sounds but if you're in space unless you're somewhere with like an atmosphere where you can you know that you can walk around if there's not if you're floating around there's nothing for the sound to bump into that's what sound is yeah i ain't hearing shit In space, no one can hear you scream. I was about to say it, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, uh, Anyway, so, yeah. So, they fucking dock with with their ship again. They're like, look, we got one fucking shot. We got to, obviously, we can't make it back to Earth now. We got to go to your fucking boy's planet, Hathaway. You're going to, you might get that blink, that bean fucking flicked after all. (laughs) Win. You win. You bitch. He's not going to want you when he sees that haircut. <laughs> I know. So, he, but they don't have enough fuel. So, McConaughey's fucking grand plan is that he's going to get, like, really close to the black hole and use its, um, its he, atmosphere. He got garden? that shit from fucking Jim Lowell and Apollo 13, baby. You think so? Yeah, because I remember when they didn't have enough uh, gas to come back to Earth, so he's like, "We're gonna use the moon's gravity to slingshot us down to Earth." All right, Tom Hanks rules, baby. Okay, so they Jim Lovell, they hanked it. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, they hanked it, and then so, um, uh, they were gonna use because they had like those two little backup ships. They were gonna use them as thrusters to like they were gonna get pulled into the gravity, and they were gonna use those to like fucking. Push them using away from it or something? Newton's third law. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Mm-hmm. So the things were going to push one way, which was going to push the ship the opposite way. And it was going to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And then what fucking McConaughey didn't tell um, uh, fucking Hathaway is that he's he's in one of these little ships. He didn't tell her that he that because they had to get rid of. You need to push one thing in one direction for it to go in the other. Mm -hmm. So what are you pushing away? So it was about weight, right? Yeah. So that the ship would have enough weight to make it. So he had to get rid of his ship, and he basically just goes into the black hole and then sends her off to her fucking boyfriend. And Tars too. All right, they treat him so like a slave. Oh, yeah, Tar- and he's no, like, dude, no. I'm a robot. Like, no, Tar- I'm here to serve, baby. Tar- Tars is fucking down for the fucking cause. Fuck okay? yeah. 
He's, he's like, funny as fuck, he too. Was, she was just like, dude, you're just going to fucking kill Tars. And he was just like, I'm here. to. And he was like, that's always the plan, baby. Let's do this. Yeah. He was like, fuck. Well, that, and that's what's cool. It's like, dude, I'm a robot. I know I'm here to serve humans or, well, or whatever kind of thing. Well, he says that. He's just like, are you going to fuck? Like, because he says, like, yeah, we're going to just throw, like, Tars through, through the black hole. Because he is now the only hope that people in Earth have. He's going to send out information, what he sees. Yeah, because they, so they figure out, Jessica Chastain figures out that in order to solve the gravity equation, they need to see the other half of a black hole that they've never fucking seen before. They need that information to fucking figure out the equation. So McConaughey's like, I need, we need to send TARS through there. And hopefully, fucking fingers crossed, he can find a way to send that information to Earth that can solve the equation and fucking bada bing, bada boom. You got Chastain <laughs> saving humanity. <laughs> and then Jeff Goldblum drops the fucking paper and then he says, check me. Yeah. <laughs> we needed a Goldblum. In the- That's why I only won one Oscar. How fucking dare you? have no Goldblum. I wonder, I think Independence Day won an Oscar, too. They're one one Interstellar and Independence Probably the same one, too. <laughs> Best special effects? I, I don't even know. Independence that was Day good. Won. That was good special effects. Some of them. More sugar. <laughs> <laughs> That's Men in Black. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Men in Black should have won best <laughs> special effects. I don't know. When did that come out? Uh, 99 as well? I believe it was 97. What better of one? No, probably Damn. not. Independence, <laughs> Independence Day also had a really good show. <laughs> I, I still use um, Will Smith's character is always late in that movie. Really? Yeah, he's late to get married. He's late for a bunch of shit. And his excuse is always... You know I like to make an entrance. All right. And I still use that to oh, this day. No. Yeah. I use that all the time. I don't like time. that. I don't like that. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> you know I like to make an entrance. <laughs> yeah, when they're getting married in the hospital or whatever. All right. And she's like, I ain't not going to show up. But he shows up. He's like, oh, you know I like to make an entrance. Mm-hmm. I fuck yeah. That's the Fresh Prince, baby. Da, 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 da. Anyway, so we're slingshotting. <laughs> Tars is gonna go in, hopefully save people. Yeah, and then so fucking shit goes wacky. Yeah, so he goes into the black hole, and then that's also just a really fucking awesome scene too. And then you don't know what's gonna happen, right? It's just like, yeah, he's he's going into a black hole. The way Neil deGrasse Tyson describes it is, you should be. Like spaghettification, yeah. they call it. You yeah. get you get stretched out. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that that's supposed to happen to you. But um, uh, that black hole there was put there by some by they by they and they like spare him and they tell him to eject from his spaceship at a certain time and then he just ejects and he's just. First time you ever hear of an eject function on this, but again, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, if it's a fuck, Damon didn't use it, but if okay. It, if it's a, he didn't have time. <laughs> he didn't have, he didn't they didn't even tell him about it. They were like, "Shut up!" No, they were trying to tell. Not him man. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so he's just floating in space for a while, or in darkness, and then he just comes up on this like really weird. 
It's called a tesseract. A tesseract. There you go. But yeah. it looks like, I guess, a tesseract. Yeah. <laughs> it's it a looks... bunch of squares connected by lines. Yes. And, then... and it's a representation of the fifth dimension. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, it's supposed to be. It's a time. theoretical place. Because, yeah. yeah, the four dimensions are space and time. So the three space takes up the three dimensions, of course. Mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z planes, as we all know, you right, know, as course, we've learned it's since, <laughs> since grade school. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, we did. But there's yeah. actually a fourth dimension, which is time. Time, you know, that's why we call it space time. That's Neil yeah. Einstein and all that shit. But they say there's a fifth dimension. Well, yeah, well, yeah, theoretically, there could be a fifth dimension. Or or infinite numbers, even. Yeah, That's right, what I believe. Right, String right, theory, right. baby. Yeah. So then, yeah, if that would be the case, then time would could literally just be laid out in front of you, and you could just... To ac- pervert's dream. You could just access your own timeline. You could go to any point. Back and forth. Yes. From, that has already happened. Yeah, exactly. All, throughout your whole timeline, you can choose to relive stuff or whatever. Well, and because of that, you can affect your future self. Right. Terminator! <laughs> you, this is John Connor up so, in yeah. this bitch. So it takes uh, Cooper a minute to realize what's going on, right? Because he just falls into it, and it looks really cool because it just looks like weird shapes. But as he gets closer, it's, it's so well done. it starts to look like what it is, and then you realize that it's... A bookshelf. It's just a bookshelf, like over and over again, and yeah. and like lines in blackness that Matthew McConaughey is hovering Cocaine. over. And so he's like banging into it. He does, you don't know what it is at first, but I mean, you kind of start to figure it out. And then he you figure it out before he does. And then he fucking yeah, he hits it really hard, and a book falls. And then he realizes that he's on the other side of the bookshelf. And that it was he that was fucking Murph's ghost. Oh, Sixth Sense, baby. <laughs> oh, damn, it was Bruce Willis was yeah. a ghost the whole time. Yeah. And so, I, dude, I think I only watched this movie once when it came out. And so, like, I had forgotten about that. So then when I watched it the first time, then the message that the bookshelves um, uh, leaves is stay. I got super sad right there. I was like, oh, no, he's already telling him, like, dude, don't go. It's not worth it. They're just going to fucking let your kids down, man. (laughs) And so, yeah, so he realizes. And then Tars is all of a sudden, like, I'm uh, around somewhere, too. And he's talking to them. They're kind of figuring it out together. And then they realize that. They is actually them in the future. That as in us, yes. That you know, sometime in the future, humans or civilization evolved to having that fifth dimension, and now it's helping this guy um uh, save the world, (laughs) or save save the species. Where does Lilu Corbin come in? That's what I'm asking. Right. Right. Because there's a fifth element than the fifth dimension. Yes. Do they ever come together? Yes. And Gary Oldman is in that movie. So and Bruce Willis was in Armageddon. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Which also takes place in space. Yeah, Tom Hanks was in Apollo 13. Should we keep... Should yeah, and the slingshot thing. Dude, it's all connected. That's what I'm saying. 
Christopher Nolan doesn't have skill. He just takes other people's things <laughs> and puts them together. He's a good put togetherer. <laughs> he's like a puzzle maker. He doesn't yeah. make the puzzle, but he's he just a, puts it together. He's a stylist, right? Yeah. He he, ta- he takes all the materials and he just knows how to make the room look good. Yeah, exactly. He's going to make it fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good art I, decorator. I, I think so. <laughs> How dare you? I think so much less of him now after this hour and a half. I fucking dare you. <laughs> Get better, Jonah Nolan for life. Ah, oh, wow. Christopher's is whack. What a hack. <laughs> <laughs> fucking foreigner. Yeah. But anyways, yes. Yeah, so uh, Cooper figures out like so. You figure out that he's the one that left the coordinates so that they go off to. To NASA, which is yeah, it's a fucking paradox, right? It's just like he needed to do that in order for him to go to space, but it's just like just a mind, <laughs> just a and, mind fuck. And chicken he, or the egg, which one came first? Right, because if he would have listened, that would have never happened. He would have never got that code. And the, and, so he wouldn't and have the space, listened. The there would have been nothing to listen saved. to. Or well, he would have never got the coordinates. Yeah. So everything. Or maybe been it would have been the mission would have gone on without him and another pilot. But they who would have fucked it all up. He couldn't do the spinny trick. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he would have died. Matt Damon would have killed that guy. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> he was like, "Whose house runs house?" I just saw. You know, you can't get Dogma on streaming, and it's now. It's not on print and DVD. I think you could probably buy copies of DVD on like eBay or something, but it never came out on Blu-ray or anything. Yeah, they uh, they're not making anymore, and it's not available for. Streaming. I'm sure it'll come out someday. Fingers fucking crossed. But they had a bunch of links on YouTube, and they were I mean on YouTube on Reddit, mm-hmm. and they were all fucking Rick Astley. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> they had Rick rolling everybody. They're like, dude, but you guys don't know that. Kevin Smith released a version on his uh, on his channel. Here it is, and then it's Rick Astley. Wow, <laughs> sons of bitches! Like you, I can, fuck you. So you are the ones who yeah, are the are the ball <laughs> <in> the <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Let's get to the end of this movie. So fucking, what happens? Uh, they bookshelf save the world. He he gives her, he figures out that these these beings, and it all turns out to be like the power of love, right? Like the fucking Back to the Future song. That's the power of love. I was thinking, what's love got to do? Got to do? No, come on. What's um, love? And that and Back to the Future also has to do with like time travel. This kind of has to do with time travel. Yeah, he's messing with time, so. Well, and it's possible. That's what's so cool. Right. Everything they're doing. Yeah. Theoretically, <laughs> everything they're doing is possible. Yeah. So, Improbable. Yes. But possible. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. I, I mean, the fact that going into a black hole and then, then you'd get into a tesseract where you could fucking see your life in, in physical form, that's... That's probably not gonna happen. Yeah, you would die. You would die. But all those things are possible. Just probably not all in the same scenario. Yeah, you would die (laughs) a lot. Yeah, I know. You'd be turned into fucking silly putty. (laughs) But if 
again, it, but if you believe in these kind of infinite timelines, infinite universes, kind of things that these physics say are once again theoretically possible, that also theoretically means that you did do that. Mm-hmm. You and I accomplished that at one point. Damn. Not this version. This version is not doing as good. (laughs) Unlikely, but possible. Yes. Um, uh, There's an infinite amount of possibilities. And one of of those, we're bound to be geniuses, right? (laughs) That sucks that we're in this one. Like, why are we in this one? I think we're, like, in the sweet spot, right? We're not not fucking... (laughs) I'm a... We're not fucking with time or anything. We're not traveling into space. But we're also not, like, you know, living through some, like, fucking post-apocalyptic fucking but we are cannibal world. And we're time, <laughs> we're, we're time traveling in a sense that 100, 200 years from now. I you're going to say milligrams of marijuana can make you feel like you are traveling through time. I'm going to keep trying that once we hit stop right now. <laughs> but we'll be here 100 years from now, 200 years from now. Our voices, our opinion will be there. So we would have essentially our thoughts tra- travel time. Do you think that when we die... It is just us going to that other dimension, gaining that extra dimension. It could be. Well, I, yeah, I, it could be because, so this is what I think the big bang is. And I don't want to get into too much about my physics, physics thoughts. Yeah. Because I don't know shit. Kaylee Coco is like so fucking uh, hot. uh, So tell me your theory about her. Go. <laughs> well, I really I I found her in uh eight simple rules for dating my teenage daughter. That was really? when I first she first came to my radar uh-huh. and All I of ours. immediately <laughs> fell in love with her. I mean, she had that other sister that was like the rocker kind of rebel chick right. that has her own hotness, you yeah. know, a cat cat denning type, type of attractiveness. Uh-huh. But uh, but Kaylee Cogo had the more mm-hmm. traditional blonde ditzy Wore short skirts. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. I'm with you on that. The, I'm with you on that. The, the dad was fucking um, <laughs> John Ritter. John Ritter <laughs> and the mom was fucking the mom from, um, what is it, Love and Marriage. Love oh, and Peggy. Yeah, know. Peg yeah, was, was the wife, and she was also still banging. Oh, yeah. I think she, I think she probably still is somewhat yeah, attractive. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so <laughs> so I think there are parallel universes. Like I was telling you, I do believe in in infinite possibilities and infinite uses, and I I think there are parallel universes. And at some point, these these universes they're moving, mm-hmm. and when these these universes sometimes touch, and when these universes touch, it creates such a huge explosion of energy and it invents a whole new universe and i think that is what we perceive as the big bang okay because we don't know what's before that and i think before that is everything whoa it's already existed (laughs) you know and um and everything is recreated when two everything's touched yeah it's also very much nothing (laughs) and so that's what i think what we perceive as the big bang that's just one of these infinite universes touching 
and creating a whole new infinite universe. Mm-hmm. To right. to they're docking if if uh, it, to in to keep it into to, the terms exactly. Of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> when two new universes dock, it creates a new universe. Four billion late years later, you have me and you sitting here drinking beer, talking about Interstellar. Yes, and fuck Science. it, and we gotta get through it. So so McConaughey gives um uh, so he has Tars, and he has the formula to save the Earth. And so he all he has to do is give it to Murph, and he knows that like you know they have this special bond, and her love for love. It, her love for him is gonna fucking help her figure. She's also like a little genius too. She's been a genius since she was like a fucking ten year old. Yeah, because she's getting a ghost giving her all the answers. <laughs> she's <laughs> yeah. Her dad is helping cheat. It's a fucking bullshit. Yeah, it's true. And so. He, because he gives her a watch when he's going off into space, and he's just like, "Oh, these watches are always going to be the same time." Blah blah blah. So he gives her this watch, and then so he puts all of the fucking answer, the cheat sheet, on the fucking one of the. Yeah, because she knows Morse code. Yeah, because she had been reading the fucking ghost signals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he sends her Morse code through the watch. Yes, and then so then she figures it out. She fucking saves humanity, and then he just like he he accomplishes his goal, and now it's like like it just kind of ends. Like the place he's in ends, and now he's just floating in space, and um uh, somebody saves him like minutes before his air. Fucking like you're driving by the highway and you see a sleeping bag moving. You're like, what the fuck? And it's like, <laughs> holy fuck, it's McConaughey. Yeah, and so he's on uh, on Cooper Station and shit, and he oh. thinks it's like named after him and stuff. And they're like, nah, it's actually named after your fucking badass bitch daughter, dude. She fucking saved us all, Futurama. Yeah, and I would be like, uh, I fucking saved you all. <laughs> okay, so why don't you shut the fuck up and rename this after me? You know he stole that from Futurama, right? He stole that from Futurama. Come on. Yeah, Fry's brother. Oh, God. Y- Yancey. <laughs> Yancey Fry becomes, he sees, like, the statue for his brother and all that. His brother, like, he thought his brother took all his hype because his brother was always jealous of him. But it turns out his brother loved him so much, he named his son after him. Mm-hmm. So that Stephen Fry that's getting all that love is not his brother trying to fuck with him. It's his brother showing admiration for there him. There you go. It's beautiful, isn't it? Nolan is a thief. <laughs> that's, I don't see how, No, that doesn't... It's not the same. Any fucking ways. So then they he basically tells her... He and they're ta- floating by Saturn. Yeah, so they're in this really weird ship that, like, is, like, a sphere as well. And, like... Have you seen Halo? Like, that's how... It's like the Halo going around. I never played like that. Big tr- circle. I never played that trash. But, um, uh, yeah, I'm sure, sure it looked good. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a big circle. Yeah, it's a big sphere, and it's, like, neighborhoods. Or, like, somebody's playing baseball in one side, and it hit a home run, and it hits a fucking house that's, like, above them <laughs> or something. And, uh, yeah, and it, like, looks really nice. Everything's fucking clean. Fucking Murph fucking saved everybody, and then they tell him, like, you've been... The slingshot around the fucking black hole cost him another 57 years. So he's already been gone 
20 something add another 50 something it turns out that at that point when he wakes up he's like 120 something years old (laughs) looking 42 though that's what's up Uh uh-huh and uh he's like moses yeah and then so they tell him like murphy she's on her way here she she found out about them finding you she's she's on her way she's been in cryo sleep for like two years and she's basically like when she gets woken up again she's basically gonna die she's basically been waiting for you and shit and then so he fucking the scene with murphy at the end of the movie that's what fucking broke me dude that shit fucking i couldn't handle it (laughs) because she's so happy and then now she knows like the whole time she was like he didn't leave me and he was it was him all along trying to fucking help me she's like completely forgiving him and then like ghosts aren't real yeah and then fucking what is it what does he say i don't know what he says just something like about like like how why'd you wait for me or whatever and then she's just like oh because like my like my daddy made me a promise or something i was like (laughs) (laughs) and fuck and he's like all holding her hand and he's crying and then she's just so happy to see him and fuck dude that really fucking gets me and And then then she says okay that's enough leave yeah well all of her loved ones all of her children and nephews grandchildren whatever they're all standing there and then he she was just like dude i got everybody that loves me is like here like you shouldn't like no no parent should see her their children die so like don't don't worry about me. I have everybody I need. Like get you, laid. Yeah, you need to go. Don't watch me die. Go save Anne Hathaway. Who's... Her hair probably grew out. By now. <laughs> she probably looks way better. Probably looking pretty good. <laughs> Take some makeup with you. <laughs> yeah. It's a tropical planet. She's got a great tan. Mm-hmm. He's like, go save or go go join her. She's she's at this new world, like starting our new civilization. So you need to go. You need to go catch up to her. Like you, and then it's like you guys are basically on the same timeline, so you guys are going to be the same age. You guys have been experiencing the same time length, you know. So go get her, bruh. This dude hasn't fucked in like 80 years. Right. <laughs> oh, God, I know. And then, so do you yeah. think you feel that? Like, if you went down to that planet, you came back seven years later, does it feel like you haven't fucked in seven years? I don't think so, right? I mean, in theory. Or does it feel like an hour? Yeah, I feel like that's the Your balls are all huge. That's the crazy (laughs) thing about this movie. Other than, like, not counting the time that they're in cryo sleep and that the gravity made them live way more years, he probably, like, lived a couple of years in in this like for him it was only a couple of years yeah it wasn't that long <laughs> like like, like his it, his mission worked out really well yeah like it wasn't that it long fucking pretty perfect like it was two years for them to get to saturn when they were gonna go to 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 sleep to get to or whatever to get to the fucking wormhole or whatever so that took two years and then the rest of the movie, other than when they go to the other planet, I feel like it doesn't take that long. It's probably only a couple more months or weeks, even. Like, well, they're in a whole different time frame too. So yeah, it could have been yeah weeks for them. Yeah, and yes, yeah, I feel like he goes, 
he misses out on his whole life, but literally doesn't because he he only lived a couple of of years. He's still only forty something or like fifty. But now the Earth is dead. Yeah, it's like Leia with no planet. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's Interstellar. Um, uh, fucking loved the movie. Um, and Tars and Case both make it. Oh yeah, robots live. I know. I do. The we, one dude went to a black we hole. We talked about this movie for a really long fucking time. When we didn't talk it's a three-hour movie, we didn't talk about large aspects of this movie. We glossed over a bunch of shit. <laughs> but yeah, that's the gist of it. If you haven't seen this movie and you have yourself a big fucking TV, do yourself a fucking favor. Have a fucking edible. Smoke a fucking joint. Throw this puppy on. You're not going to have a bad time. And Topher Grace is in it. Oh, Topher fucking Eric Foreman himself. Yeah. <laughs> little weenie fucking boyfriend. He's a Four good play. little, like, again, Chastain plays that really strong character. And he's the little kind of weak, like, ooh, your brother's coming after lighting the fire. I think I can't fight him. I think Casey Affleck could kick my ass. <laughs> I, yeah, he was being such a weenie in that. He got a fucking tire iron. Like, I'm gonna have to fucking kill your brother in order. To- he had no idea <laughs> who started the fire or anything. You immediately gave that up when you're like, "I'm gonna kill you." Oh, he would have. He would have known. Well, you could have talked and done. So- I don't know. No, he was pretty. His I wouldn't have just been like, oh, "Woman, your brother is here. I'm scared of him." He was pretty hysterical. Uh, I, he had already punched them. He punched them before. He I would pu- say Ben is the more talented <laughs> motherfucker. Ben has Oscar. Yeah. Actually, Casey Affleck won an, as- an Oscar for acting. Something that Ben Affleck will. You're trying to be in a Matt Damon movie because <laughs> your brother is friends with him. You can't do it. They all fucking. Are in movies together. Casey Affleck and Matt Damon have been in several fucking movies. He was in Goodwill Hunting too, wasn't he? Casey Hunting Affleck? Day, Goodwill Hunting too, <laughs> Hunting oh, Day, right? No. Is that what it's hunting called? Season. Hunting season. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that's their best shit. Dogma, bro. I fucking love Dogma. Ben, whose house runs house? That's Ben Affleck <laughs> and Matt Damon's greatest work. <laughs> They're so good in that. They work. So perfectly, absolutely. Before J Lo fucked everything up. Let's not turn this into the Dogma podcast. All right, well, that's fucking Interstellar. Thanks for tuning in. Um, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where this is gonna rank on the fucking list. Cause it's a good one. Uh, this this is probably gonna be the prettiest movie on the list, right? When it comes to, the, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you can get better than this, man. Uh, to the most good looking shit put on screen. I think this is the best looking movie. In 20 years, people are going to watch this and be like, this still holds up. This looks really good. This is 2014. That fucking black hole scene is like, that might as well have been. Still looks perfect. Might as well have been made today. <laughs> yeah, it still looks very fucking perfect. Yeah, it's not like, oh, this aged badly. Fuck no, that looks amazing. <laughs> and outside of himself, it took like fucking a year to do it. That's fucking why. <laughs> That's. Three uh. months to render one second. <laughs> one second. Three yeah. months. Anyway, we'll tune in next week. Follow us on the social media, on Instagram, Facebook. Um, make sure you follow the other podcasts on the network. Salinas Underground Podcast. And A31 Comadres. You. The Nakama Boys are out there with all your anime, anime needs. I still don't know what they talk about, but people love it. Yeah. 
They're great. So listen to them. If you're in the anime, go out there and listen to the Nakama podcast. And um, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Adios. Peace. The Electro and Bono Movie Power.